And there you have it. The head coach of the SEC champion, Steve Spurrier. He did it on the field last year with the best record in the league. He's done it for the record books in 1991. Clay Everett is out there. And he got it! And oh, football. Florida fans from now will remember the 1991 team. The Lord has smiled on us all season. And that last drive, he smiled on us again. Hey Gator fans, this is Hayes Carlion. Welcome to another edition of Celebrating 91, where we celebrate Florida's 1991 SEC Championship game. This week we are talking Georgia. The 6th ranked Gators just absolutely destroyed the 23rd ranked Bulldogs, 45-13. to It was the most points Florida had ever scored in the rivalry. Uh, Florida clinches a share of the SEC title with this win uh, to get to 6-0 and with just the Kentucky game remaining. This was in front of 81,679 fans in Jacksonville. And uh, Shane Matthews, typically brilliant, 303 yards, four touchdowns, three to Willie Jackson. Uh, Willie Jackson caught three. His last one came from Brian Fox. Uh, uh, The Gators still uh, pitching it around a little bit with uh, Brian Fox hit Willie Jackson for a touchdown with 622 left uh, to make it 45-13, which was absolutely glorious. Uh, And uh, I could talk more about this game, but you know what? Uh, There's two things I want to tell you. First off, Celebrating 91 is sponsored by the personal injury law firm of Harold & Harold. Give them a call if you or a loved one have been hurt. 251-1111. I've known Holt and Julie Harold for decades. They're great people, Jacksonville people, and they're going to treat you like family. So hopefully you won't need them, but if you do, call Harold & Harold at 251-1111. I also want to tell you that uh, we got the old ball coach today. Steve Spurrier is joining us to talk about this season, and we certainly can't wait for that. And because of that, we're just going to dive right into it. I could talk more about this game, and maybe I will at the end. But until then, here's Steve Spurrier. We're pleased to be joined with Coach Steve Spurrier now as we celebrate the 1991 Florida SEC Championship. And uh, Steve, first off, thanks so much for joining us. What, what do you think back uh, about that 91 team? What, what makes that team so special uh, in your eyes? Well, it was uh, a continuation of the uh, team before. We had a few new players, uh, but 1990, we won the SEC, but we didn't get credit for it because of uh, something that happened four years earlier that was never proven, and they gave us a penalty of no bowl game, which uh, the Sugar Bowl got the SEC champs. They said, well, you guys can't be called the champ. So if we'd gone like seven – five and six or something like that, not even going to a bowl game, would had no penalty. <laughs> so anyway, it was a little messed up thing, but it happened. So the 91 team, a lot of the same players, but a few a few different ones. And our goal was to win the SEC again. And uh, and we went undefeated. I think first team in school history to go uh, undefeated in conference play. So, yeah, going 7-0, and Shane Matthews and those guys played well. Defense was outstanding. And, uh, it, w- it was one of our best teams. What was the the, the off season like for that? Because the '90 team was uh, so dominant in your first year, uh, and then to not be able to say we're the champs. How much of a motivating factor was that for you, your staff, and, and for your team? 
Oh, a little bit, uh, but we had a motivating factor uh, just about every year. Uh, but what the 90 team did, they proved, hey, we can win SECs here at Florida. It ain't that big a deal. Uh, so the 91 team, uh, I remember sort of late in the season, some of those riders from uh, Georgia and Alabama or wherever, they say, watch the Gators start choking now that they're about to win their first ever SEC. And I would just say, hey, we're trying to win our second SEC, pal. We won one last year, and we're trying to do what last year's team did. So uh, uh, we we had uh, very, very good players. Uh, our goal was to win the SEC and uh, – and and go from there so it was uh it was quite a team and and i'm glad you brought up uh that about the what the naysayers and and sort of the Mm -hmm. the things that you guys had to battle and and you in particular uh had to battle in in terms of looking at like i mean there's so many things the 91 team did uh that are remarkable you mentioned the 7-0 run in sec play that was the first team in conference in the sec that had gone undefeated since like 1977 so that was a league where you didn't just win every game in conference play i mean that was incredibly difficult to do you guys won every sec game by an average margin of 22 and a half points uh, i i had no idea this that florida had not defeated georgia in back-to-back seasons since 62 and 63, and you get to Florida, and in the first two years, you, you shellack them both times. Uh, how, how much of that, what, what was the challenge of that, of, of showing everybody this is a place where you can win at the highest level? Uh, you know, we didn't talk about all this. That hell, all I knew is we had a bunch of good ball players, uh, Hayes, uh, when I got hired, one of our big boosters, uh, Mr. Alfred McKeithen, who gave a bunch of money for the baseball stadium, you know, had his name sure. on it and, and so forth. And it's still, I think, the field the, at the new stadium is uh, McKeithen Field. But anyway, I had lunch with him uh, right after I was hired. And uh, he said, Steve, we're not going to expect too much first couple of years. But after that, we think we are supposed to be really good in football here at Florida. And I said, well, let me tell you something, Mr. McKeithen. We're going to be really good in football this year at the <laughs> University of Florida. We don't need to wait two years or three years or anything like that. The ball players are here. And uh, we're going to try to win it this year because we're very capable. And uh, so really, uh, the, every year we knew we were capable. Uh, beating Georgia the first year uh, was not that big a deal. They, they were really – they were. They had a bad team in 1990. I think they came into the game like ranked 10th in defense and 11th in offense or something like that. And we were first and second in offense and defense. So really huge favorites. And even though it was 38-7, we sort of gave away about 28 points in the game. We fumbled on the one-yard line, had a turnover on the five-yard line. So – Beating Georgia that year was was really not that big a deal. Uh, the big deal of beating Georgia was the '92 game. Right. Uh, Garrison Hurst and uh, they were actually favored in that one, and that was uh, really probably our least talented bunch. We had two freshman offensive tackles that started in '92: Jason Odom and Reggie Green. Uh, but we we held on and beat them 26-24. And, and went on and won the division. That was the first year of divisions in 92. So uh, that was the first real sort of celebrate after beating Georgia uh, was the 92 game. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and you you talked about the great players that you had, and and let's start with Shane. Uh, as he entered that second year under your tutelage, how had he changed and evolved as a quarterback? Oh, uh, he was good from the get go, mm-hmm. and he just continued. You know, he's SEC Player of the Year in ninety and ninety one. Uh, he wasn't in ninety two uh, because, like I said, our O line wasn't quite as strong. And we did get off to a rocky start. We lost, our, I think, our first two conference games and then came back one six in a row. And uh, uh, Tennessee managed to lose to South Carolina, and we ended up winning the division and almost pulled one of the great upsets of all time against number one Alabama in the first ever uh, championship game in Birmingham. But, uh, yeah, Shane was a really good player. And in terms of Eric Red, I, I forgot. I was 15 uh, during the 91 season, and, and that team always uh, will have a special place in my heart because I was in the swamp for the Alabama 35 nothing, uh, Tennessee 35-18. I was at the Georgia game uh, in, in Florida State. And, uh, and so you remember so many things about that team. But there are some things that over time, over 30 years, you, it sort of slip your mind. And going back through it, I forgot what a great pass catcher Eric Rett was. I mean, I, I remember the tough physical running, but what kind of a player was Eric Rett in, in, in terms of your offense? Yeah, I think he's the – well, I know he's the leading uh, pass uh, receiver as a running back in school history. And uh, I think at one time he had some kind of NCAA record for 1,000-yard rushes and uh, over 45 receptions, something like that. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he's such an inspirational player also. Uh, he's a big reason. Uh, we won the SEC three out of four years that he played. So uh, he's up for the Hall of Fame this year, College Football Hall of Fame. I certainly I certainly hope uh, the committee can, can vote Eric Redd into that Hall of Fame. Yeah, I agree. I think he's very deserving. And, uh, you know, we it was, you know, staying on the offensive side, you mentioned the offensive line. Uh, the 91 team, as, as, you, as you pointed out, brought back a lot of the guys in 90, Cal Dixon, Ismael White, Roll. Um, how, how were those guys able to uh, elevate their play uh, in the 91 season? And, and what kind of uh, comfort level did they give you as, as a play caller? Uh, during that 91 season when you guys were breaking all these offensive records? Yeah, it was a bunch of seniors in that old line. <laughs> I remember at the end of the year, we were out at the Sugar Bowl practicing, and Shane said, Coach, who's going to play O-line next year? I mean, we didn't have any backups <laughs> ready to go. Uh, that group played about the whole year. So uh, I said, oh, don't worry about it. Somebody will show up. And, uh, of course, Jason Odom and, and Reggie Green started as true freshmen uh, in the 92 season. Uh, I think Jim Watson played a little bit after that. But that was a very good old line, uh, the 91 team, uh, no question about it. I tell you what, uh, we uh, uh, the, the, the team that was the worst in the SEC that year was Kentucky, and they're the ones that almost beat us in the swamp that last game. That was one we should never have let get that close. And uh, But it was 28-26 with about seven minutes left, and Fortunately, we put a big drive together and scored a touchdown with about a minute left and, and put it away. It had that nine-point lead. But uh, that game should have never got that close. We really uh, are embarrassed that it did. What was it like, though, walking off the field that day uh, with the victory over Kentucky, knowing that you had secured the first uh, official uh, SEC well, championship? We our, uh, yeah, we had our small little celebration, mm-hmm. you know, took a team picture and all this, that, and the other. and. Uh, 
and then started uh, getting ready for FSU, I guess. But uh, we were the last team uh, to win the SEC at their home ballpark because now we got a championship game that started the next year in 92. So I guess that's a little neat if trivia question, where was the last uh, home stadium uh, for an SEC championship? And that was that was us beating Kentucky that day in 91. Yeah, that's a great question. I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. That uh, that's, uh, that's a tremendous honor uh, to have that distinction. And uh, and you mentioned the drive. Um, what what anything stand out to you about that last drive uh, to seal the Kentucky win? Did anything stand out? <laughs> I think I kicked it in the end zone, and uh, we had first down, and our offensive guard got a hands to the face penalty. Mm-hmm. One of those things you can't see, or uh, so we had like first and twenty five, and we threw three passes and the. The third one was a third and six, and Eric Rett goes out of the backfield, and it's, it's an option route. He can go right or left, or he can hook up. And the linebacker was not way back, but he wasn't like man-to-man either. He was sort of playing a little tight zone, and fortunately he turned around because uh, Shane had some pressure on him, and Shane was anticipating him to turn around. If he doesn't turn around, that ball goes right to the linebacker, and they got it on about a 25, 30-yard line. Wow. Uh, but he turned around, caught it, got his shoulder pads down, and, and carried the linebacker for a first down. And after that, we did not have to throw another pass. Wow. Uh, Willie McClendon made a nice run, and then uh, Eric uh, was in there and scored from on a little three-yard, uh, I think, toss sweep. Uh, to give us that nine-point lead. But, yeah, we had to come off about a first and 24-25 after that penalty, uh, but somehow we did it. Wow, that's that's fantastic. That's a, that's an amazing story. Um, I wanted to ask you about the defense. Uh, Culpepper and McCoy, boy, that was such a great tan. It's amazing going back through the, the stat lines and seeing, you know, 10 tackles, nine tackles, five tackles for loss, three sacks. It seemed like Culpepper and McCoy were there for you almost uh, – Almost every yeah. game uh, there. What did you think about those two guys, Steve? Yeah, they're very good. Of course, Ellis Johnson, I, play, I played uh, well, maybe the next year or so we picked him up. Uh, yeah, defensive tackles, our D-line was very strong. Uh, gosh, I remember we used to scrimmage our guys some, and we didn't go very far against our defense. And I had to, had to tell Shane, don't worry about it. We don't play against our guys. <laughs> The guys we play against aren't that tough, don't worry. So uh, we didn't lose confidence uh, when we had scrimmage against our defense. How much, how important was the 91 team success to the future success that, that you would have with the Gators? Oh, every year is a new year. We mm-hmm. tried not to get full of ourselves, but obviously once you've done something, uh, then uh, everyone knows, hey, we can do this thing. And the guys last year did it and the year before that. So let's uh, – Let's set our goals and, and go do it. And, uh, of course, having Danny Warfel and Terry Dean played extremely well, 93-94, uh, to start those four SECs in a row. Uh, guys had good attitudes and uh, and played extremely well. And uh, that, was, uh, <laughs> that was quite a run, I guess, the four in a row. That's a, we're the last team to do it. Even mighty Alabama has not won four in a row with Saban. I think they, <laughs> in the 70s, I think they won five in a row back in the 70s. But back then they had co-champs, you know, and even tri-champs and all that. So uh, as far as outright champs, uh, 
Uh, we're the only ones I think that have won the four in a row. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a it's a tremendous yeah. achievement. And and coach, I'll I'll uh, wrap you up with this. And I really okay. re- really appreciate your time, Steve, talking about the '91 SEC championship yeah. team. Uh, you guys beat Florida State fourteen to nine in the swamp. Uh, what did that win mean to you? And also, just your your thoughts on uh, what Bobby Bowden is is going through, and and what that's been like. Uh, you know, as you've gotten to know him throughout the years. Uh, yeah, FSU had beat us pretty good the year before. I think something like forty-five to thirty up there in Tallahassee, and we hadn't beaten them in five years. I think uh, Galen lost his last three in a row or four in a row, something like that. So we needed to just beat those guys. And uh, it was sort of an ugly game. We had a touchdown call back, and uh, they had a first down on about three-yard line and ended up missing a field goal. So they were they were sort of ugly on offense like we were. Uh, but I guess we did enough, and our defense played very well. Uh, we knocked down a pass near in the end zone there to preserve the win late in the game. So it was uh, – it was a good win. I know our fans and our alumni and everybody needed to beat FSU because they'd owned us, like I said, like five years in a row. So we we needed a win badly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, and and it's just it's awful hearing about uh, Coach Bowden now. Uh, what, what, yeah, what? Coach Bowden. I, I tell you what, he's the second winningest coach all time in college football. Joe Paterno uh, won the most. And uh, he, he he's a wonderful guy. He really is. I uh, I wish his defense played a little cleaner, but I think he sort of <laughs> turned those guys loose and let them do what they wanted to do. I don't know. Right. Uh, but so many wonderful players uh, came under his guidance. Uh, Charlie Ward, uh, Ward Dunn, uh, two of the most first-class individuals. Uh, Ward Dunn has raised uh, thousands, uh, maybe millions of dollars for Habitat uh, for Humanity. Uh, built houses for people in poverty areas and so forth. Uh, and then uh, Charlie Ward, the Heisman winner, what first-class guy he is. So Coach Bowden, uh, he built a dynasty there. It was a dynasty. They played us in Miami. If they scheduled the way some of these other teams scheduled, he could have won Oh, he could have won eight or nine national championships instead of just two. Uh, but Miami was awfully good back in those days, and then we came in there, and we could beat them every now and then also. But uh, he he's one of the great coaches of all time, Bobby Bowden. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you are as well. And, Steve, like I said, is is a kid that was 15 years old, huge Gators fan, going to the swamp with my dad uh, during the 91 season. Uh, it was so much fun. Thank you for all the great memories uh, of Florida football and everything that you've done uh, for for our enjoyment, uh, for those of us that love the program. And, and thank you so much for your time today. It's been a lot of fun well, celebrating thanks, this hopefully 91 we can, team. Hopefully we, can get, hopefully we can get another one here real soon. That'd be great. Yes, we hadn't had an SEC since Urban in 06, 08. So 08, what's that, 13 years ago? Yeah. So, we got to beat the Bulldogs and probably got to beat Alabama too. So we'll we'll find out if we can do it this year. That's right, Steve. Okay. Thanks so much, Go Gators. Thanks so All much right, for your thanks, time. Dave. All right, take care. All righty, bye bye. All right, cannot thank Coach Spurrier enough for his time. Uh, so gracious, so funny. Uh, how much did you love it when he talked about the '90 Georgia game and he was like, "Yeah, we won 38 to seven, but we left 28 points on the board." Uh, it's just it's it's he's just so much fun to talk to. So I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, this was a, a dominating effort. I mean, you know, again, 45 to 13 over Georgia. The thing that that still blows me away of all the stats of the '91 year, the stat that I think 
uh, caused my jaw to drop the most was Florida beating Georgia in 91, following up the win in 90. It was the first time since 1962-63 that Florida had won back-to-back meetings over Georgia. I mean, think about that. That's a 30-year stretch where Florida did not win back-to-back games over Georgia. I mean, it is just mind-boggling. I understand why my dad and... uh, and that generation just absolutely hates Georgia with every breath in their body, uh, even today. Um, but uh, un- unbelievable dominance uh, that Spurrier had to overcome. And not only did he overcome it, he overcame it with his own dominance, going 11-1 and against the Bulldogs. Just simply remarkable. Um, Florida defense, uh, boy, that that's something that just comes through almost every edition of this, is how well the defense played in these conference games. They hold Georgia to 25 yards rushing, 220 overall, uh, just dominance. Florida, uh, from the start, was all over Georgia in this game. Uh, they led 28-6 to at the half, ran 37 plays in the first half for 314 yards, an 8.5-yard average. That's pretty good. Uh, Shane hits Alonzo Sullivan for a 61-yard touchdown. That was the longest of the season. And uh, Eric Rett with another workmanlike performance, 25 carries, 124 yards, and a touchdown. Um just a, a dominating win for the Gators, and uh, they were well on their way with a share of the SEC title. Only Kentucky remained for the Gators to go 7-0 and uh, become the first uh, team to go undefeated in conference play since 77 and uh, win their first t- SEC title and not have to share it at all. So a uh, very special day in Jacksonville for the Gators. Uh, and certainly a special edition of Celebrating 91 for us to get to talk to uh, Steve Spurrier. So certainly enjoyed that. Hope you guys did as well. This is Hayes Carlion. Thanks to Graham Marsh for producing for us. And we will be back next week on Celebrating 91. Go Gators!